Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Critics call them downloadable death, and uh, it is not science fiction. And I'm not sure if you've been hearing about the headlines, but in the United States, tomorrow was supposed to be the big day that you could start downloading and printing a firearm using a 3D printer. Uh, just before the show, it came out that the federal uh, government, a federal judge, issued a restraining order on the company, the Liberator, as it's called, from publishing instructions on the Internet of how to make a plastic handgun. It also would have in, you know, given instructions to print an AR-15 or a, a, a different M9 handgun. And then you can share the designs with others and essentially, I guess, build your own personalized gun. 3D printers are not new, certainly, but... What we are now able to do with them is pretty frightening. I mean, you used to go make chess pieces or alarm clocks, but now these guns are like the next thing. They don't have serial numbers. They are not traceable. They cost about 25 bucks to build. And apparently they can shoot up to nine bullets. And I don't know what the lawmakers are going to do with them. I don't know how you put this genie back in the bottle. But nonetheless, they are a thing eventually they will come out, and I'm not sure how to deal with it. Let's bring in Adam Oldfield, Global News Radio tech expert. Hello there. Hey, Alex. How are you? I'm good. So, uh, you know, the headlines this morning were, you know, yep. kind of of panic that these guns were coming out. Then late tonight, a, a judge has issued, I get this, guess, this restraining order against the company. But That's right. are the instructions not already online, or will they get online? The instructions have already been circulated, and there's over a million of them, and duplicating as we speak. Think of it as a virus. One yeah. goes down, spreads like fire. So, um, you know, in case of this situation of the judge ruling, um, right now, I mean, the, the capability of getting the, the schematics is extremely easy. I mean, yeah. it's it now... Uh, like I say, it's it's been spread. Uh, it started as a YouTube video, and I think it was kind of like chuckled at and thought this wasn't really, uh, you know, uh, a few years ago. This is maybe not feasible. Uh, and technically, it really isn't feasible. I mean, if today you and I downloaded these schematics and I had, uh, it's about a $20,000 3D printer. This is not like a go to Staples. Pick yeah, so the, so the gun material is twenty five dollars, but you got to be able to buy the twenty thousand dollar printer. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah, and and the material is actually a little more than that because the the material you're referring to is actually probably going to explode in your hand. Uh, it's actually a, a more durable product. Uh, it's a thicker material. Uh, they they claim it's the same plastic as Lego. Mm-hmm. It's a little thicker than that, actually. But I mean, it's let's let's understand the oh my god, it's now going to be plastic handguns uh, uh, chaos. Uh, I don't really see that. What I do see is you know the the, the printers uh, are expensive. The, the the material is expensive. You still need a pinion. Uh, to allow it to fire. Uh, I'm no gun expert, but when I've, you know, I know enough about 3D printing. I work with a lot of clients in my agency where we're mocking up all sorts of 3D ideas. When someone comes with an idea, they bring their CAD drawing, uh, we come up with the marketing for them, and they literally will make uh, a sprocket. Uh, It could be any part 
for a car uh, or even ideas of what you maybe want to uh, conjure. Uh, so 3D printing a gun doesn't surprise me. In looking at the drawing of this gun, it looks like a two-year-old made it, but it's still, it's a weapon. And, and I think this is the reality that we're giving in our technology, the ability to allow anyone in any way to be able to print uh, weapons mm-hmm. or to create tools and, and items of which could be used for good. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're said to shoot anywhere from one to nine bullets, but you get this into the hand of a, a ideological a ter- terrorist or, or someone with mental illness or someone who just wants to be a pain in the ass. I mean, you can do a lot of damage with one bullet, never mind. And, and correct me here, because I've not dealt with 3D stuff, but if yeah. you were to print the 3D material off to make this gun, you could put it in your bag and build it wherever, like you could be on the airplane and build it. Could you not put it together there or put it in your knapsack, open it at a big concert venue and, and away you go? Well, technically, yes, except for the fact the bullets would send off all sorts of triggers. But aren't the, but there, aren't they then 3D bullets? Are they not made out of, or are these real bullets you're putting in? Where do the bullets well, come it, from? Let's just say the bullets would be definitely, uh, well, the bullets would still be metal, so to speak, with gunpowder. I mean, to be explosive in the way of which they need to fire at the rate they go. So there's still gun gunpowder necessary. Uh, so, I mean, you know, from the sake of putting them, to, to answer your first question, could this be uh, capable of getting on a, in, in, a, in a plane? Yes, you could probably, if you took it apart, it would look like a bunch of toy parts or Lego parts, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then you could assemble it on a plane. You would still need a metal pinion. You would need to connect it. Uh, and it's not as simple as, uh, you know, watching a Mission Impossible movie where you would snap it together in seconds. Uh, it does take a little bit of work when you when you take a look at piecing it together. Um, so it, it, it's not a snap, crack, ready to go, let's start shooting like mad. So, but I, it I is think... still a problem for, two, I mean, for a country that is obsessed with guns and in this country where we're just trying to, you know, keep them out of the hands of, of bad yeah. people and we can't do that already. I think it would be easier and less expensive and capable, for that matter, to still get a a, a normal gun than it would be to try and make one at this stage. Now, for the future, I think we can understand that it's getting it's going to get cheaper with 3D printing. I mean, I think we talked about that on the show before. The future is 3D printing. When you order items online, the future is going to be you buy a pair of Nike shoes, you buy uh, 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 maybe, uh, uh, you know, an umbrella it will actually download the product for you and you would print it. That is the future. This is probably no further than five years in the future that you would download uh, whatever you'd want online and print it right there in your home or office conveniently uh, uh, without needing to step out or go pick, oh, I got the wrong size or I got the wrong bolt or nut uh, to put something together. You would say, I need a three-quarter inch bolt and you would download it and it would make the product in the plastic uh, like I said, using the comparable of Lego, because people can somewhat, you know, get in mind how thick is the plastic, it will be that sturdy. So creating weapons of any sort, could be a knife. Yeah. We could create the most sharpest army knife, capable in a, in a plastic environment, thin uh, but deadly. And this is going to be the reality that any kind of weapon could be, could be actually created. Now, oh. using explosive pieces is the key, yeah. and that creates a little more comp, uh, complex components, and that's why, you, you know, referring to bullets, gunpowder, uh, and so forth. Okay, and so what needs to happen? You know, you've got Twitter and Facebook dealing with free speech issues and hate speech and trying to clean up fake news. 
So then if we've got this kind of technology out there and we don't want it getting into the hands of people, what are we going to be seeing as far as uh, policing, um, you know, the the distribution of this kind of 3D um, information? Well, and, and that is that is the biggest challenge. I mean, truthfully, this this, you know, individual wrote the schematic, the CAD drawing for this and Anyone who's intelligent that could be capable of, of com- coming up with the drawing and, and building it in a CAD environment could make it accessible to anyone. So when you're asking how do we control this and govern this, well, we've kind of opened a Pandora's box by making, it, making the Internet a capable uh, environment to share information, uh, whether it's video or whether it's uh, content, uh, whether it's, it's script. Uh, so really, I, I think the matter of how do we manage this is going to be uh, 3D printing will probably have to have some sort of regulatory capability. And when I mean regulatory capability, restrictions can be set in a way that the printers, which are coming, and there's not a lot of them, by the way, Alex. So it's not like, well, there's, you know, uh, like today there's laser jet printers right. and, and, and so forth. Okay, so, so then let me step in there. If there's not a lot, would it not be smart for federal regulators to put the legislation in now that any time one of these things is sold, it is documented and at least you got a record? It could be. I mean, right now you're talking in the millions, so you would serial document every 3D printer. I think what would be even more capable versus trying to keep records of, of, a, num- of a number of which serial printer printed this, because it still wouldn't be able to log it, is you'd be able to put restrictions in line that you could put schematics, in my opinion, that would limit things that could be construed as a weapon. You could be able to say, I'm sorry, you know, a printer may not be able to allow the ability to print that. Now, everything can be overwritten, and hackers have been able to do pretty amazing things. So all you're doing is making it a hindrance more than a a, a full protection. Interesting times. We'll stay tuned. Got to let you go there, sir. Thanks, Alex. Thank you, Adam. Adam Oldfield joining us. Uh, A lot of people freaked out over that headline, and um, I got to be honest, I was too. Glad to hear that it's not moving as fast as we thought. On point here on Global News Radio.